your event is starting and we're live what is up guys it is sunday the 8th of october and this is snapdeck podcast number 15 i am all by myself this week unfortunately a hard guest had to pull out at the last second however that is fine you've got me here we're going to talk about tech and stuff and more tech and more stuff but it should be fun we have a lot of good things to cover this week we had the google announcement aol instant messenger also known as aim is being killed off this year and by this year i mean quite soon and then there's other stuff you know the the, the small stuff like how samsung is set to make more money helping apple with the iphone 10 than they are with the galaxy s8 oops that's a slight oversight on um on google on samsung's front there however Fear not, we have a bunch of topics, we have some things to talk about, we'll get in depth, potentially, who knows. Oh god, I'm hearing myself, I need to turn myself down a bit. Let's try that, there we go, I'm hopefully blowing out a bit less now, that should be better. I'll uh, I'll keep you guys up to date, I'll let you know. <clears throat> so, let's, let's, let's get into this. We have... We have a few topics this week to to uh to put it lightly. You may have noticed the switch up in the the whole setup. We actually have a different I have a I've unique lighting set look at this. We have a light that's currently shooting upwards and then this is reflecting onto me, as you can see. So the idea of this being is that we wanna we we don't want that but the other light is like behind me and it's also a bit yellow. So it's just kind of, it doesn't look as good. Hopefully this, it'll be a bit flatter as well. When I change tabs, you can't tell as much if I'm on a bright or a dim tab. Like right now, I'm switching between two tabs and you can barely tell the difference. Which is uh, which is sort of what we're going for here, which is great. So, well, I think I need to drop my mic a bit more. Hang on, let me, uh, let, let me just fix my mic first. Because that is not something we want going forward. The issue is, when we do this on Skype, for example, I can control everyone else's microphone, but I can't control my own. Ah, yes, you see, the microphone is set at 100. It should be on 80. If I turn this down, I should be at a much more palatable tone now. I should now sound less like I'm shouting into my microphone and more like I'm talking into it at a reasonable voice, which is uh, which is what we like to know. So let's let's get into this. And when I said I can't control my own, what I actually meant was I can't hear my own. Right? I can I can hear the Skype conversation, and Skype handles that by itself. Uh, we might be moving Discord. There's a lot of technical nitty gritty to get into that we'll, we'll get. We'll come back to later. We don't need to talk about it right now. However, what we do need to talk about right now is the fact that we are live, talking about the week's tech news, and I haven't tweeted or Facebook this out yet. So, just in case you couldn't tell, I've been in a bit of a rush today, because I got home like seven minutes ago, because it's one minute, it's six minutes past eight, which means I got home seven minutes ago, because that those are the kinds of schedules we work around. However, if I grab this link and get it ready to go... There it is for Facebook. There it is for the tweetsers. The tweetsers. Uh, if you are in the chat, make sure to say hi. It would be great to hear from you guys. Let me pull up the chat just in case I'm missing something. Because that's never happened before. <clears throat> However, yeah, it's been it's been a it's been a busy day. Just need to talk about technology and the things that have happened. And we'll we'll be fine. We'll get through. We'll uh, we'll we'll make this happen. It's okay. I'm just gonna take a second to relax while I write this tweet, and then all will be well. And just just take this moment to reflect on your week, to think about how it went. You know, did you have a good week at work? Did you have a good weekend at home? Was it somewhere in between? Was it neither? Who knows? Take a minute now to just sit there, reflect, and <laughs> I'm not sure. I'm not sure how much longer I could I could pull this charade off. 
<laughs> oh man, this is a this is what happens when you leave me on my own in front of the mic for a bit too long. Let me just uh Oh god, I can't spell Google if I'm on my own apparently. Google. If I type in AIM, will it pull it up or do I need to put in AOL? It's AOL. America Online. Just in case you didn't know that's what AOL stands for. Fun fact. Uh, AOL doesn't have a Twitter, apparently. Well, this is embarrassing. Is it, um, it's AOL underscore Inc. You see? You see what's happened here? Actually, I will take this opportunity to discuss... Um, to discuss our plans for the coming weeks because although this week is a bit of a quiet show with just myself we actually have a couple of really good shows coming up in the next couple of weeks we should have on some really good guests hopefully fingers crossed i mentioned this in passing during the uh google live stream uh we we should have uh some people i'm excited for i'll put it that way i don't want to give too much away but it it should be good and by good i mean great it will be some of it. It will probably be um, next week's at least. Will be ne- less news based. It'll be more based around the guests we have coming in because it will be such a big deal. Uh, and then the week after should be more so news based, just with a new personality, um, which should also be a lot of fun. Let me just finish this up real quick, and we will be good to go. I try to be so this is what happens when I don't get a chance to be prepared beforehand it's just like 10 minutes of me being like please don't hate me which is really what no one wants to see let's be honest here however the tweet is sent out the, the first of the two Facebook posts is out the second of the two Facebook posts is where is it group not in group a page manage snappy tech you need to add them you know you you want to direct google you want google to know you're talking about them you know and you know what with that sent let's talk about google let's start this off with google's hardware event that you may or may not have seen so google had a hardware event this week it was on Wednesday because I was at a show at the same time and it was a real it was, it was a real busy day for me, I'll be honest. I was at the event all day and then I got home and then like within half an hour of getting home we were doing the live stream for the Google event. However, that is no issue for we are here now. And it was it was an interesting event. There was and it, it's there's a tradition in these events that they spend like the first half an hour talking about how great they are and i don't i don't enjoy that i'll be honest the first the fact that the first half an hour of any event is like well this year we did 10 billion really good things and we're the greatest company in the world oh wait no that's just jeremy clarkson point being this is it's the kind of thing that i don't really enjoy seeing with uh and by we i mean the people who are watching it casually are just there to see what the latest tech is, which in this case is the Pixel 2, the Pixel 2 XL, the new uh, uh, Daydream View, the new Google Home Mini, the Google Home Max, the new Pixelbook, all that jazz. We're going to talk about it all relatively briefly on each of the subjects. I don't want to drag it on too much for any of these. However, we will talk about them. What you're currently looking at on screen, if you're watching the video, is the picture of the Pixel webpage, and let's let's talk about it. So it's interesting because technically, and it's this is a this is something that rang true with the original Pixel last year. From a spec sheet point of view, it's a relatively oops, it's a relatively insignificant device. If you were to just look at the specs and you were just to go, oh yeah, it's it's this. It's a it's more or less a regular flagship. What makes this important, however, is that this is being made by Google, Google being the company that, you know, owns Android to to some extent, and it means that not only do they get all updates first, more critically, they get all the upgrades 
more or less guaranteed and in google's case they pledge it for three years on the devices at least which is great that that more or less matches apple with their ios commitment which is you know which is where we want to be i i tr- i tend to try and buy devices that are relatively rommable uh, because i like messing around with them i like installing custom firmware the fact that i have a samsung galaxy s7 edge that is currently running a rom that is for the s8 means that if there are any specs that samsung weren't planning on bringing to the old device i can get them myself as such and not as and as well as that it means that i can make sure my phone is up to date even if samsung decide to stop updating my phone which is an important one for me at least the biggest issue in this day and age isn't security breaches it is security but it's not the breaches themselves it's that when they get patched if you use an android device that isn't up to date with the security patches then you could still be struck by an issue that was fixed a year ago by google but still affects your phone because samsung or lg or huawei decided not to issue that security patch which is which is something that you don't want happening and it's something that i hope or I, I intend on avoiding um, as best as possible. And th- the release of the Google Pixel 2 and the 2XL means that, again, although it won't be the, the most feature-filled Android smartphone of the year, it is still the most significant as it serves as the basis. It serves as the most responsible purchase, I think, of an Android device, for lack of a better word. I think if you were to buy, you know... Uh, a a budget like a wiley fox phone right so they're wiley fox is a british company they make relatively budget smartphones uh, android phones as you'd expect and they they don't have they they have an all right track record it's not great by any stretch but it's not horrible so if you get a wiley fox phone then it it's just it's in the sense that you know you can't be certain that it's up to date you can't be certain that it's up to date from a security point of view either and so it just it's it's a bit more of a, a questionable decision i guess is the best way to phrase it and we, we, you don't in this day and age you don't want to be questioning that decision especially when we have you know all of our devices are so connected and they're doing everything all the time and you just you just don't want that going on trust me just just trust me so you're probably wondering george what are the specs of this relatively normal device and i am glad you asked so if we look at it by the numbers and switch back to the screen here you can see it's a relatively normal right it's added a few things which i think is important for water resistance very critical the fact the fingerprint scanner is in the middle on the back also critical i think they've they looked they seem to have moved it a slight bit up from last year which i haven't really used the pixel one that much so from what i hear is that that's a good call it has the camera is just gorgeous supposedly so it is worth noting that uh, google claim and dxo mark claim that it's the best camera in a smartphone with a dxo mark rating of 98 compared to the 94 of the samsung galaxy note 8 and the iphone 8 plus which is you know it, it's interesting that 12.2 megapixel rear-facing camera has not only got ois this year but it's also got eis which it had last year as well so that it's got optical and electrical image stabilization it puts the two together and you get a extremely smooth video out of it it's got massive pixels at 1.4 nanometers and it has two options so there's a pixel 2 and a pixel 2 xl here's the important thing as far as google are concerned and i i'm not sure whether this is a good thing or a bad thing but it's a thing Regardless of whether you get the Pixel 2 or the Pixel 2 XL, all of the specs that matter, primarily, are the same, right? Processor, same. Snapdragon 835. 4GB of RAM, the same on both. It will have the same camera on the back, it will have the same camera on the front. Both of them have a squeeze functionality. If you squeeze the phone, it will bring up Google Assistant. Great. Both of them have screens, which is where it's different, and both of them have batteries where it's different. 
So the Pixel 2 XL has a slightly larger battery and a slightly larger screen. The Pixel 2 XL has a 6 inch 2440 by 1440 screen, so 18 by 9, 2 by 1, slightly taller. Interestingly, the bezels don't go quite to the edges, as you can see if you're watching the video right now. It's, it's not quite the edges on the top and bottom, or the left and right. And to be honest, the rounded corners look a bit off. There was a render on Reddit that showed what it would look like if it had squared corners. And because it's not quite as close to the edges of this phone, it just looks a bit more expected. I think is the best way to put it. It looks a bit more normal. Now, the reason it has these thicker bezels, partially, is because it has the front-facing speakers, which is great if that's what you want to go for. It's also partially got those side bezels because of that squeeze functionality, as previously mentioned. This is the XL. That's great. If we look at the smaller Pixel 2, it has a 5-inch screen. However, you'll notice it's not that much... It's not that much smaller... It has a 16 by 9, 1920 by 1080 display, which means that it's it's more or less just as wide. So if we compare this exactly, um, the the extra inch of display gives you an extra three uh, 0.3 inches of width. So because the Pixel 2 XL display is narrower and taller, it's only slightly wider. Um, and then the lack of bezel on top and bottom means that although the screen again is going up. It, in one inch right from five inches to six inches the device itself is going from 5.7 inches tall to 6.2 and it's just it's bizarre in the sense that the size difference between these two devices isn't that drastic because the screen is just so much more embedded in the pixel 2 there's so much more device around it it's uh it's it's definitely an interesting call outside of that as i mentioned security updates for up to three years a security chip to reinforce your lock screen. It's got built-in security. Android Oreo. Um, the always-on display, which is something I really like. And the thing they showed off, and I wonder if I can bring this up, is um, as a feature. I forget what they called it. It was... Let me see if I can find it really quickly. Do, 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 do. Let's find out. I can. Name that tune. So, the Pixel has a built-in database, let's call it that, of songs. And what it will do is, using the fact that it's always listening for you to say, OK, Google, it'll also do that to listen for music. So, without sending the information... So, this this would hypothetically work offline. It's something that, when we get a hold of the device, we'll test out ourselves. Hypothetically, you could get this device, play music, and it'll tell you what the song is without having it connected to internet, although you most likely would, it's a phone, like, let's be real here, and it will show you along the bottom of a device, which is cool in the sense that it shows you the songs, however, again, the the Android subreddit was showing this off, I think that can be taken to the next level. If that was used for, you know, the Google Maps cards, right, when it says, like, 29 minutes to home, Things like that, right? Not notifications, right? It wouldn't be a constant, like, notification, CNN-style, like, news ticker. It would be, you know, it would show one, maybe two things that it deems to be the most important. Or if music starts playing, it would show that. If it's telling you your journey home, it would show you that. If it's a sports score that you want to know, it would show you that, right? It's all the little things that aren't quite notifications, from apps but are still useful contextual information and i think useful contextual is something that android uh, that google sorry are really pushing for they spoke about how and um and uh, oh, 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 god his name has evaded me all of a sudden oh, oh. <laughs> hang on Give me a second. It's a lot of talking. It's, um... Hang on. Sandra Pachai. That's the name I was going for. It's the kind... <laughs> God damn it. That took a bit too long. So it's, it's the kind of thing that Sandra Pachai was really pushing for. The uh, transition from a mobile first to a AI first uh, ecosystem, if we call it that. 
so the idea being that the specs of the phone itself doesn't matter because it's the AI in the background that's handling everything anyway. And uh, yeah, so that's that's what they're going for. Fast charging, which is great. Now, here's the issue. I have two issues with this device. And I have a... Whoops. I have a really big internal debate going on. Because I'm not sure whether to go for this, the Pixel 2 XL in my case, because A, it's got less bezel, and B, I prefer bigger phones, hence the S7 Edge. Um, so I have two... I have it's either this or the LG V30. Now the LG V30 has two rear cameras, uh, one stand and one wide angle, and is better for video in that sense because it also shoots raw video. So if you're going to edit it and touch it up, it's great. However, the Google Pixel 2 has the highest rated DXO mark. Photography is stunning. Videography is also apparently stunning, but doesn't shoot in raw. Which isn't that big a deal, I think. I I think I can live with that. However, the other thing is, the Pixel 2 lacks a headphone jack. Which for me is... I, I'm, I'm trying to convince myself it's not a deal breaker. Because of all the other benefits of going for the Pixel, right? The, the pure Android, the instant updates. And I'm just not sure... I'm I'm not sure how worth it that is. And it it's it's an internal debate I'm having with myself. I think what's going to end up happening is I'll I'll you know, I'll I'll reevaluate the situation as such in January when my contract up upgrade is due. The idea being that if I can get a really good deal on one of the devices, I'll just look over the fact that, you know, I'm I'm not really I, I'm not sold on either one. The selfie camera on the LG V30 is questionable at best as well, and it's 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 not an, it's not an easy choice. Let me put it that way. Let's let's talk about colors though, because I wanna I want I wanna. So Google are always great with their coloring scheme, right? They always have funny names for them, and by funny I mean serious names, right? So the Pixel Two comes in three colors: just black, which is just black, clearly white, which is, uh, hang on, let me bring up the back. When you look at it, it's pretty clearly white. And then kind of blue, which again, when you look at it is eh, kind of a bluish color. Um, you may have noticed the accent on the power button uh, whilst looking at these images. That is intentional. I, li- I quite like the look of it. Can we get an up close of this is the real question. This is about as close up as we're going to get. You'll see that power button is a slightly different color compared to the rest of the phone in the case of the uh, blue and as well as that on the XL, um, on the where is it, black and white version. This is the color choice that confuses me, to put it nicely. If we look at the back of this Pixel 2 XL in black and white, is it just me or does it look a bit off? And then on top of that, they added the red power button for a bit of pizzazz, which I'm all well and fine with if it's a color that fits in with the rest of the device. That red power button just looks like an SOS button, if I'm completely honest. And it's a, it's a bit odd. Um, luckily, it comes in just black as well, which is the color I'd most likely get it in. Uh, it's the color that... I, I, I'd be putting a skin on it anyway, most likely, so it wouldn't be too big a deal. But this is most likely if I was going for it. Now, I do want to correct something I said on the live stream. On the live stream, I mentioned I said that the LG V30 is um, £700. It is not. That is also 799 If I uh, go to shop and then... Pay, oh, not pay as you go. Oops. Actually, no, we do want pay as you go. We hit LG. It's a real, it's a real journey to try and find the LG V30 on the Carphone Warehouse website. The Carphone Warehouse website. They really go to bury it. Like, it's a real... They really don't want you knowing it's there. I don't know why. Even if we go for, like... It's not even in the recommended. Like, they, they recommend an iPhone SE over the the LG V30, which, you know, let's be real here, the SE isn't isn't Apple's finest work. Uh, let's hit LG. 
Go4VV30. There it is. Look at it in all of its glory. It's also $799.99. So in my uh, initial reactions, being saying like, oh my god, it's £99 more than the LG V30. It's not. They're basically the same price. I just um, remembered it being $699, not $799. My bad. <clears throat> but yeah, it's um, these are two very good phones. Neither is perfect in my opinion, but they are definitely both very good. Um, they're both made by LG, coincidentally, so really it doesn't matter which one I buy, because either way LG are getting the money for it. And also the fact that um, the LG V30 doesn't come in black um, slightly saddens me, because that's another device uh, that I wanted to get in black as well. Whew, this is a lot of talking. Take some water on board. I feel my voice already like starting to like tighten as I keep talking here. It's uh it's not a fun one. <clears throat> Whew. This is a this is a toughie. Um Oh Swardine's in the chat. Hello Swardine. Sorry I didn't I I'd been uh I was busy focusing on the the uh the present oops he's on the presenting to uh take a glance at the chat unfortunately however i have just uh reorganized it slightly better so i can see the chat as i show my display so if you have anything to say do say so swadina you well i hope so um <clears throat> my voice keeps feeling like it's about to like throw out like i feel like i'm about to say a word and my voice will just bleh, like just give out, and I just won't be able to talk anymore any second now. It's just ooh, I need more water. Hang on. <sighs> ooh, that is <sighs> that's good. Water is uh, crucial for podcasting or for long content. Actually, quick tip. If you're ever doing talking for more than like five minutes straight, just have some water on you and just drink it. Trust me, it's better for everyone, including yourself. I guarantee you that I'm going to wake up tomorrow morning and I'm going to have like a pulled voice. Like, is that a thing? Is that like a, a, a legit injury by any chance? Can I like call up to work and be like, sorry guys, I can't come in. I pulled my vocal cords. I hope so. <laughs> Oh, man. So, that wasn't all they announced. What time is it? Hang on, let me... Oh, yeah, we've got time. They also announced... Uh, I'll, I'll speed up for these, the rest of this. I think the phone was the biggest conversation point. Uh, outside of this, we have the Google Home Mini, which is like the uh, Amazon Echo Dot, but the Google version, it looks like a little donut. is so small and round and fluffy. It's not quite fluffy. Um, it does have fabric on it, though. So it looks kind of fluffy. Um, it's it's interesting, to say the least. Google Home Mini, A-OK. Google Home Max, however, which doesn't have a page just yet. It is in the works, but Google did show it off. The Home Max, um, but I can't, I'm not even sure I can find, I'm not even sure if it's like acknowledged on the Google website, to be honest. Um, they said it was coming soon. They were working on it. It's got not one but two speakers in it. It apparently sounds amazing. And it costs $400. So I hope it sounds amazing. Because that sounds expensive. Um, if nothing else. Outside of that we have a couple of minor updates. Um, or we have a minor update I should say. The Daydream View got a minor update. A bit of an overhaul. Slightly better lenses. Slightly more comfortable fit. Uh, slightly the exact same price. So it's, you know, more or less the same. Uh, more phones now support the Daydream VR. So you get the Pixel 2, the Pixel 1, the Galaxy S8, the Note 8, the Zenfone, the Axon 7, the Mate 9 Pro, the, Z, the Moto Z and Z2. So it's a slowly expanding thing. It's great when it works. It's even better when it works well. And it's 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 a thing that's currently being worked on by Google. It's comfy. The fabric breathes. It looks. It comes in fantastic colours. Actually, I I don't want to skip 
glutton surface. Google really went to town with the colours this year. That was clearly what they were going for. This comes in three colours. Fog, which is kind of a greyish colour. Charcoal, which is black, basically. And then coral, which is this reddish, orangish colour. I just love how clearly the people who coloured the phones and the people who coloured the VR headsets are two separate teams because you go from basically blue to coral. Like, they were really gunning for it. <laughs> oh man, so that's the minor one and then the slightly... The, the, the one that excited me most outside of the phones, obviously, was the Pixelbook. It's the ultra high performance Chromebook. It is the uh, the Chromebook Pixel, but reimagined. It looks just like a Pixel phone, but in laptop form. I said I made the joke during the live stream, but it literally just looked like someone took a steamroller to the phone, which it still does. If we're honest, it's got that little glass bar along the top, which I think looks cool. It's where all the antennas are, all well and good. It's you know what, real talk. Everyone talks about how um, it's it's harder and harder to look unique, and I I for one am someone who who also talks about it in the sense that it's difficult to create a laptop that doesn't look the same as every other laptop because if you want to create a laptop that's made of metal, then you go for the you know, you want to slim it down, you want to get as much I.O. that takes up as little thickness, you want to get as big a battery in it, and you just end up in the similar place, right? In more or less the same location, right? You end up with a laptop that's slightly thinner at one end than it is at the other because you can you can afford that, right? You can thin it out at the end of the keyboard and then have all where the sort of heat sink and everything is at the back, that's where it's slightly thicker. That's normal. You also end up with the speakers either being up on the underneath or under the keyboard because it doesn't make sense to put it anywhere else more or less so you end up where everything is slightly the same and locally google have come here and not done that they decided to take that design language that worked so well with the pixel put it on the pixel 2 uh, and the pixel book and i think it looks good i like the look of it um it it looks I mean, yeah, it it just looks like a steamrolled phone. But it looks good. It looks good for a steamrolled phone. Uh, Swadin's asking where Paul's at. Uh, he couldn't make it this week. Uh, we had a lineup guest, uh, a replacement guest lined up. Unfortunately, they couldn't make it either. Um, it was a last second issue on their end. But it's fine. I'm here on my own. I'm here talking. And my voice is slowly going as I do. <laughs> oh, I feel like I'm... You know how I talk about how... um. You can tell when someone's crazy because they talk to themselves a lot. Does this count as me talking to myself a lot? Because if it does, we probably have an issue. Uh, <laughs> the Pixel Book is extremely thin, 10.3 millimeters to be precise. It's got a 12.3 inch Quad HD display. It's touchscreen. It lasts about 10 hours. It's cool. It's got glow. It's got a uh, glow in the dark. <laughs> Not that the keys aren't glow in the dark, they're backlit via LEDs. They don't glow in the dark. However, that would be cool. That is something I'd put on my as a corner cutting kind of deal, right? I'm like, oh, I really want I, I really want my like my keys to light up, but I can't afford LEDs. Just put glow in the dark paint on it. It'll work fine. <laughs> oh that that's priceless. Comes with a ninety nine pound pen, if you want to buy that too. Just don't. Let's be real here. Unless you're going for the artsy kind of deal, don't do it. Charges over USB-C, however, which is good because the Pixel phone does as well, which means you can literally take the charger from your laptop, take it out, and put it into the phone, which, you know, just saying, kind of cool. However, on that topic, Pixel 2 also doesn't have a second port for your headphones, so, hmm, you know... Maybe not. This comes in three configurations, ranging from the £1,000 i5 8GB of RAM to £1,700 £1, for an i7 16GB of RAM. 
and a 512 gigabyte NVMe SSD. If that's not overkill for a Chromebook, I don't know what is. However, it's the kind of thing I'd buy just for the hell of it. I will be honest. Ugh, let's let's move off of Google. We we've talked a lot about Google this week. Uh, hang on, do they have any other devices I'm missing? Uh, home, Pixel, Pixel. Oh, they also announced the Pixel Buds, which I'll cover really quick. They are Bluetooth headphones. They work with any Bluetooth device. However, if you link them with your Google Pixel phone, they translate languages in real time, which is cool, to say the least. I, I like the idea of it. I'm not sure how well it works. It's another one of those things where we have to try it to see what happens. Um, however, the idea of real-time translation is really cool to me. The idea that someone would walk up to me, say something in a foreign language, I'd reply in English and get that translation going. I think it'd be cool. We'll, we'll have to wait and see. And it will be, it'll, Again, it'll be something I'd probably end up playing around with just to see how it goes. These do have a cost £160. To some extent, that makes sense here because of that touchpad and the whole translation kind of deal. On the other side of it, they do look shockingly similar to AirPods. Not in the form factor, but in the way they rest in the ear. And I really like... um, That's a USB cable. I really like my JBird X3s. So my JBird X3s have comply foam tips so if i go into this view you can see these are foam so if i compress this down you'll see it slowly expanding again and the idea is you push it you press this down put it in your ear and it expands i really like this design uh i really like these tips they're not cheap that is for sure however they are really good like i i really like them um they're really good at sound isolation they're great if you are going for the whole uh, sports look. They stay in your ear a lot better. And it's just it's just a nicer experience. To me, at least, they're also a bit more comfortable. Uh, these are the isolation version. There's If they're more rounded, you can get them for comfort. And you can also get them for sport, for sweat resistance, depending on what you're going for. So make sure to look around, see what you can find. However, they are on Amazon. And I personally love those foam earbuds. I've got them on all of my earbuds. I have these. These are wireless. I have a pair of my Extreme Explosives right here. My JVC Extreme Explosives, which also have the Comply foam tips. So I took off the ones that came with them. Uh, yes, Marquez Brownlee is obsessed with Jaybird headphones. Actually, Marquez Brownlee is the reason I bought these. MKBHD did a review on the X3s. And um, when I started going to the gym... I was like, I need some wireless headphones because I just can't deal with my extreme explosives whilst in the gym. And so I looked on, uh, I, I know that, I knew that he gave them some high praise. I, I rewatched the review. These were like 20 or 30 pounds off. So I just decided to bite the bullet, buy them. Great purchase. I love them. Uh, yeah, they're great. I, I really, really like them. Whew. It's a lot of talking. A lot of talking. What time is it? Okay, cool. <clears throat> I do, however, believe that um, Marquez primarily wears the Freedom headsets, so the Freedom 2 earbuds, as opposed to the uh, X3s. Uh, but I'm not sure. Actually, on that topic, what I will cover is that Jaybird announced... I forgot what they're called. Hang on. They announced the Jaybird Run, which are completely wireless headphones. Uh, so th- these X3s, as you can see, has a cable between the two earbuds uh, with a little controller, which is what controls it, as well as where the battery is housed. The Jaybird Run, as you can see on the screen if you're watching the video, are completely wireless, so there's not even a wire between them. They last approximately four hours and then come with a little charging case of a charge for the earbuds two times over. Um, yeah, I had completely wireless earbuds because I gave them a go, and then one fell out of my pocket. So I had them like in a suit pocket. I went to pull something out of my pocket. One of the earbuds came out with it. Landed on the road. Got hit by a car. That's not fun. I guarantee you that right now. So I'm I'm not sure. Like I wasn't really hooked on the whole completely wireless thing anyway. And after that whole incident. I'm definitely not hooked on the whole wireless. Completely wireless thing. 
But, you know, if it's something you're really going for and if you are going for runs and stuff, and maybe I guess I can see that happening. But for me and for my lifestyle, I prefer having that cable in between anyway because if I want to take one out, I can just take one out and it will hang on and it won't be an issue, especially with those foam tips. They really cling on. Like, there's a real there's a real art to taking those out once you've got them in your ear with the foam. Oof. So, let's... Uh, let's Let's cover the next topic. How much are these actually? That's a good point. Uh, I love how hitting pre-order. Wait, hang on. I want to show you guys this. Hitting pre-order now on the on the thing doesn't actually do anything. That is priceless. Uh, can we can we find out? Jaybird, run. Will it give us a price? Wait, they don't come with comply foam tips. Oof, that's that's not fun. One hundred and sixty-nine pounds. Uh, so slightly less, uh, slightly more. Sorry, whoops, than the Apple AirPods, I believe. Um, yeah, so ten pounds more than the AirPods. However, I I just prefer the the, the styling of the Jaybird run not only are they smaller as you can see here um they don't have that weird stalk coming down which i found to be a bit dodge not gonna lie um but also uh so these a look nicer and b the fact that they have the ability to you know put those foam tips on you know the airpods just don't fit me they're just not designed for me clearly like look at this does this look like something you want comfortable like that looks comfortable in your ear because they're really not for most people I've found very few people who find the airpods to be comfortable especially for prolonged listening so mm. Whew. wow I was, I was not expecting to take this to an apple place not yet at least <clears throat> give me a second I need to take more water on board I feel myself slowly getting more and more dehydrated My voice is actually like, you know, you know the feeling of chafing, right? It feels like my voice is being chafed right now. It's a really bizarre. It's it's just weird. I'll be honest. It's not uh, it's not fun by any stretch. It's uh, just it just feels a bit off. Elsewhere, let, let's cover the other headline news in this uh, in in this podcast because as always we have two pieces of headline news. The first one was the Google event, because it was probably the biggest piece of news this week. However, the second biggest and the saddest uh, this week is that AOL Instant Messenger, or AIM, is to be shut down. It is... Let me try again. It is a service that launched in 1997, um, which is crazy, because I was born in 1997. (laughs) Um... It's crazy, like, there are always services, like, Google is, I want to say, like, 17 years old. Um, let me check. Uh, 98, no, so Google's 19. Google is, like, a year younger than me, uh, which is crazy to me. And then, so, uh, AIM, which is 20, is being shut off. Uh, it will work up until December 15th. After December 15th, it will be shut off. And it will be sad because, you know, it's it's a piece of history, right? AIM is was for a lot of people the first ever instant messaging service they used. For a lot of people, it was the internet. Um, it was how they communicated people, how they received news from people. Um, back in the days where there weren't the likes of Google and lots of massive web pages, that and search engines and all that jazz. However, AIM never really caught on with the youngsters, I guess is the right way to put it, with text messages and Facebook and WhatsApp all having sort of, you know, bigger things. And AOL just ended up staying out of date, for lack of a better word, 
what I want to do right now, though, is I'm, I'm tempted to create an AOL account just for the sake of it. Like, just for the sake of having an AOL account. And being like, oh, this is so sad. Because I'm not, I don't actually, because I, t- I was too young for AOL. Let's get, let's get that straight right now. Uh, not AOL, sorry, AIM. I was, I was just a bit too young for it. I don't know how the messenger service... Oh, you know what? Let me, let me show you guys. This, I was expecting it to be completely untouched. But it's not. You can actually... Let's go on a journey. Let's create an AIM account real quick. Let's do this. George. Church needs... Oh, hang on. Let's just autofill this. Do it. Awesome. Uh, create a password. Generate and fill. One. Yes, sir. Oh, I love how it assumes we're American. Um, let me uh turn off. I'm gonna quickly do a security question. Hang on. Uh, sign up. I can't believe I'm doing this right now. So, uh, da Oh, hang on. Let's not do that for a second. Um, because I need to get the message on my phone. It's like, this is your security code. So I'll enter that. And as if I have that. Ta-da! I now have a... Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, whatever. Cool. And I now have... I know I've got an ad blocker installed. It's because I don't like ads. Surprise, surprise. Oh, look at me all signed in. Yeah, shut up. Look at me all signed in. So, if I go AIM. Can I? Okay, cool. I think this is. Oh, look at this. Looks good. Next. Let's go. Oh, man. Is this not the most modern-looking chat? This looks like um, like iOS eight or nine. Like it looks like an old version of iOS. If I'm completely honest, like this looks like iMessage in iOS eight, uh, which I guess isn't too old considering the fact that you know how old this is. But I now I don't know anyone with a wait. Hang on, if I if I type in a phone, can I send a text? Can I send a text to myself? Let's work. No, can't. That sucks. That was boring. Hang on, let me try this again. We do a plus four four. Uh oh, that number. Oh, you need it. Oh, that sucks. It only works with US numbers. No wonder. God damn it. <laughs> so yeah, AOL is a giant and it's sad. I was not expecting... Not AOL. Again, sorry. AIM. AOL Instant Messenger. AOL themselves are A-OK. Um, AOL is actually now... Um, what's it called? OAuth. That's one. Uh, they're owned by Verizon, along with TechCrunch, Tumblr, Yahoo Finance, all that jazz, all uh, all being handled. So AOL themselves are in safe hands. That's about it, though. Everything else on the chopping block. Which is crazy when you think about the fact that, you know, they used to be valued at $224 billion dollars. Uh, whereas in 2015 they were sold to Verizon for 4.4. It's ridiculous. It's just, they they were worth roughly one-fifth that of WhatsApp when WhatsApp was sold to Facebook in the same year, no less. It's it's sad. I won't miss it, clearly, because I I didn't use it. I just created the account right now. Actually, if you create an AIM account and message me, I probably won't see it. Uh, But if I do see it, I promise you something. Message me to find out what, I guess. I don't know. I'll I'll figure out a a, a gift for you guys for being so weird. In In a nice way. Normal is boring. 
right? I'm running low on water. Don't tell anyone. Oh, man. <clears throat> we've been going for... Let me take a look. How long have we been going? Just under 50 minutes. Okay, okay. I can pull this out. It's okay. I'm just going to it after. I'm after this. I'm going to play some FIFA on my Switch. I'm just going to crash. I'm going to burn. I'm going to sleep. And then all will be well in the world. That is a-okay. So, elsewhere, some news I want to talk about, because this is um, is an interesting piece of news, and it segues into a second piece of news quite well. Um, that news being that Samsung is to expect... Uh, Samsung is expected to earn $4 billion more from revenue on the iPhone X than they are for revenue on their own samsung galaxy s8 which is crazy so if you don't know samsung work on a lot of the internals of the iphone are actually designed by samsung the screen is straight up just a samsung screen that apple use uh, the display and that um what else is there i believe the processors are uh, designed by Apple but made by Samsung if I recall correctly or at least they were until they got sued saying to that extent um, I can't recall precisely what it was oh and the flash as well that's one so the flash storage is also Samsung um, which is you know cool I guess however if I zoom in here, it has meant that all of these devices, all of these uh, parts that Apple are paying for, and the scale of which the, the iPhones sell at, means that Samsung will be making more money on Apple's phone than they are on their own phone, which to me is at least slightly hilarious, let's be real here. Like, how could it not be? Imagine, like, Imagine if we turned around and said, oh yeah, we actually make we, we, we make more money making videos for this other channel than we do on our own channel. Like, you know, if it was, like, it, it just seems a bit, bit weird. As to the $4 billion mark, I think that's just um, on estimated selling for both devices. Uh, we'll, we'll see where it where it goes. The sales of the iPhone 8 were a bit weak. As everyone waits for the iPhone uh, 10, the iPhone 10 is expected to sell 130 million units, um, with Samsung set to earn 110 dollars uh, per unit. Um, so actually, in the scale of things, in the in the in the, in the grand scheme of things, let's uh, let, let's do this. Let's do some quick maths. Um, so let me bring in the calculator here. So, um, can I bring up a second one? I can, even better. So we now have two calculators here. Uh, we're going to turn it down to standard, shrink it down a bit. Oh, look at this calculator, isn't it cute? Make a second one that's standard. Also bring that down a bit. So $4 billion to, to, to you and I sounds like a lot. However, let's calculate the exact numbers. And we'll see how much uh, it is percentage-wise. So, the uh, iPhone is expected to sell, where was it, uh, 130 million units um, at $110 per device. That is $14.3 billion. That is a lot of money. Samsung are expected to make $202 per device. Selling 50 million, which is 10.1 billion dollars. So it's it's an it's the, the the percentage different is about um it, it's about uh what's the number I'm looking for 50 percent that's the number I was going for it's uh, close to 40 percent 
difference between them. Which, you know, isn't insignificant, but in in the grand scheme of things, it's, you know what, I'd take $25 billion, who wouldn't, let's be real here. <laughs> oh man, that is crazy. It's, it's crazy how many devices Apple ship, like, the sheer scale of their operation is crazy. And the reason it's crazy, I'm glad you asked. Well, if we go into the last piece of news, or in this case, what will probably be the last piece of news, let me just reset that real quick. Um, Apple have stated that they're looking into why the iPhone 8 batteries are kind of going the way of the Note 7. Uh, Not quite sure why. There have been devices reported to be turning up with these swollen batteries, which is not good, to say the least. Um, Swollen batteries tend to indicate some form of damage. Um, Apparently, there haven't been any fires so far, which is good. Um, because the last thing we need is another uh, note fiasco, uh, and it's it's not the first time Apple have had battery issues either. They had similar issues with the iPhone 4s. Uh, this is said to be ma- primarily affecting Asian phones, how um, specifically Taiwan and China. However, there have been reports out of Greece and Canada as well. So we'll see. It's one of those things where there are so many Apple devices that we can't know whether it's just a coincidence due to the sheer numbers and that, you know, it's inevitable for a couple to go wrong, right? You can't have them all be perfect as such. Um, However, we'll we'll have to see. Um, Some people saying they just plugged it in and expanded. Others saying it turned up expanded. Um, Apple saying that it was probably because they weren't using the official cable, whereas people are saying they were using the official cable. We'll we'll have to wait and see where this leads. It's interesting, though, because Apple just said they were aware and looking into it. Like, they're like, oh, yeah, well, uh, we'll we'll take a look at those those defective phones. I want to know if they're taking them in, though. Are Are they taking returns on those? Like, if you said, dude, my phone turned up and the battery swelled up, would would they take that? Like, would they say, oops, sorry, yeah, that's a that's an issue? Well, well, we'll see. I think this is a bigger issue in the sense that um, Apple are also expecting delays on the iPhone X due to the, uh, the, the lawsuit going on with uh, Qualcomm right now. As well as that, there are said to be issues with other stuff. <clears throat> uh, said to be due to the... Uh, what was it? Hang on, I'll remember this. Oh, the front-facing camera stuff, I believe. The like face ID depth matrix dots. That's a coherent sentence. Um, so that has apparently been pushing issues, meaning that they can't produce as many phones as they'd like, and it means that we might end up with the iPhone X properly hitting shelves in 2018, um, which would be crazy. It was already expected that they were going to be delayed anyway. Uh, they kind of were in, to some extent, because it's, they weren't released at the same time as the iPhone 8. Um, partially it's it's thought to be partially marketing but partially because they just couldn't make them in time um and so this is this serves as a further pushback and it's uh it's an interesting one to say the least again this is just rumor at this point we can't know for certain it'll be something that we'll know when we get to the pre-order date um this is a $1,000 or £1,000 device. It is in no way cheap. Um, however, it is something that Apple are pushing. And much like the AirPods, which... Also, oh, man. The AirPods were just such a, 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 a... Just a bad showing on Apple's front. Those things were also delayed. Not only were they delayed, they were delayed without a date for when they'd finally come out. Google just said soon for the longest time 
and then it eventually came out. So it'll be uh it'll be an interesting one to see what happens there if we get to the pre-order date and then nothing happens or maybe we get to the pre-order date they open pre-orders and then just take forever to to send them who knows uh will it will it also impact their sales it might right if you're if you are a iPhone owner and you follow Apple's cycle then you're already going out of your way waiting for the iPhone 10. But what if you find out that's delayed by another two months? Do you decide, screw it, I'll go for the Note 8 or the Pixel 2 XL or the LG V30 or the Huawei Mate 10, which is also in the pipelines? I think it's the, the, I think it's the Mate 10. Ooh, mate. It is the Mate 10. Hey, go me. Uh, the, the, the Mate 10, which has a 4,000 milliamp hour battery and is coming on October 16th. Um, you know, all of these things that make you question whether or not that is the device you want and which one you want. So it, it'll be interesting to see if Apple suffer as a result of this. And if it even is a big deal, we don't know yet. We'll see. It's it's a, it's definitely a wait and see scenario. Whew. I really like my unbranded pint glasses. They're um, I prefer these to to like. I I just yeah, they're just nice. Just saying. Well, actually, um, if if you're still watching this, a thank you for being here. B, uh, if you're watching the video of this, do let me know what you think of uh, our our visuals for this episode. I I kind of knocked this around a bit by accident, so that's where it should be. Hey, sure is. This background right here isn't, uh, like, there's a wall here, right? There isn't on this side. This side is just empty. There's no, there's no mirroring as such. So it's hard to get it perfect unless I had the camera, like, here, like, on the seam of the wall. However, if the camera was there, actually, let me show you. Let's, uh, ooh, ooh, will it go? Will it go? Just about. So this isn't quite on the seam, um... And then if I let's see how this looks, actually, I'm intrigued. Oh, you know what? That actually looks really good. But now I have to kind of. Yeah, this is a. That looks better than I thought it would. Interesting. Let me know what you think. Do you prefer this or the old the the, the old one? This is a. The light. Oops. Oh no. I have exposed my secrets. There we are. Stick us over here. The lighting feels so much more even. And is uh, this this is interesting. We're now gonna have to do the whole mix and match of how we sort this. We'll sort something out before the next episode. Fear not. We also have some testing in progress. We might be moving up Discord instead of Skype. And as well as that, we're also looking at the potential of getting the audio version of the podcast at a slightly higher quality. Let me dump this down a bit, just a touch. There we are. So we are working constantly on improving this podcast. Fear not. <clears throat> for right now, though, this has been Snappy Tech Podcast number 15. Thank you for joining us. It has been... Oh, I say us. Thank you for joining me. If you liked this, if you like the podcast in general, if you like when we have guests on, fear not. The next two weeks, we should have two very good guests on. It should be extremely interesting. Lots of fun stuff coming soon. Outside of that, if you want to watch your old episodes, it's here on our YouTube channel. It's also on our podcast smpy.tech slash podcast which is our podcast aggregator it's got a bunch of links to different to different aggregators if you don't use a podcast aggregator you can listen to the audio version if you own an apple device you can go to smpy.tech slash itunes and that'll bring it up within itunes which is great even if you don't have an apple device a lot of people use itunes for podcasts on their pc so you can do it on that as well you can go to slash twitter for our twitter slash facebook for our facebook slash snapchat for my snapchat do that as well that's that's in the description of like every video it's um it's one of the, the upload defaults and every time i look at it and i go do i really want my snapchat there the answer is yes because i do a lot of fun stuff on my snapchat i tried to make it i tried to make it fun i have a remote trigger uh which i don't have with me i mean i also have a stabilizer because i tried to go for you know we we, we try to go for what we have here we want we want that production value right so we're working on that 
Um, also, what I do want you to do is if um, if you are listening this far, make sure to tweet at Paul Stubbers. Uh, send him a happy birthday tweet. It's his birthday on Wednesday, so he, he, I'm sure he'll appreciate it. Just send him a message. Tell him happy birthday. Tell him you're thinking about him. Um, and I shall see you next week. We are live every Sunday, 8 p.m. British summertime. When we switch back to GMT, it will be 8 p.m. GMT. However, I'll let you know when that happens. I believe it's in a couple of weeks. Um, let me just double check that. Uh, when do we switch back to regular time? Uh, it is daylight saving times ends on the 29th of October so three episodes from now I'll be letting you all know that we'll be transitioning from GMT to B, uh, from BSD to GMT however that will happen then for right now thank you for tuning in if you want to, if you do want to join us it's smpy.tech slash live every Sunday 8pm British summer time do join us I'll appreciate it our guests will appreciate it we always try to have a fun conversation in the live chat so do do that <laughs> i said do do and i'll see you guys next time bye